Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. This week on The Bachelor. Things get steamy as erotica takes center stage. Then, Sarah and Victoria battle it out for our villain of the week. Finally, Katie takes the reins as yet another contestant says a testy goodbye. All that and more. It's the most dramatic episode ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. I'm Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm Jared Freed. And we are back with another week of Matt James season. Uh, last night, I really enjoyed last night's episode. We have, um, we pick back up at the end of the rose ceremony from last week. Sarah, she ends up fainting at the rose ceremony. Marilyn gets sent home. We have a group date where they're writing some weird erotica. And of course, Ashley I has to show up. Then we have Sarah ruining the group date that evening. We have a one-on-one date with Serena P. And we have another date card where basically all the girls uh, bully Sarah into leaving. So we have a very exciting episode to talk about. I also want to mention that at some point, The Bachelor has started with like a cold open every episode, like a weird comedic sketch for like 10 seconds at the beginning of each episode. Like... I don't understand what's going on. I keep thinking that my um, cable's messed up. Like last night, they started with the donkey date. Yeah, it's a new thing this season where they they just open with like a crazy scene. Fr- like it's a, I don't like when the Bachelor takes the mirror to itself. Like I that's kind of yeah. like why I always like shied away from Paradise. Like that opening Paradise intro where they're all like doing jokey joke time. It's like no 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 no. You guys are hot. You get free trip around the world. We get to make fun of the donkey coming up. Give up. Let us meme this event. Let us scream at the TV. You know, like, so now they're doing this thing where they, you know, they did an episode one. It kind of, it surprised me too. Cause I was like, they, you know, Katie, the vibrator girl, like awards in the, and it's like, you've given away the fun part yeah. of the show. And then they, we end up seeing it anyway. So I end up starting the show like, 10 seconds you know i wait for the whole 
you know, like donkey thing. Like it's the least interesting part of the show too. Like that's the part for us to make fun of. Like, yeah, it's not exactly. as fun if they're in on the joke. Yeah, you've got to give all. you got to give us that. Where there's a lot of things to make fun of, but like, don't take anything else away. Especially the paradise thing. I totally agree with you. Like having them do those little goofy intros, and it's like, let me get hit with the sand while laying in water or whatever. It's like. Okay. Look hot. Yeah. Just yeah. Do look your hot job. and let us do the jokes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. And it's like, let's, I mean, I, when I saw the opening for Paradise, I was like, what's this show going to be? Are they going to all be like, not care? Like, I need, I need some reality to my reality TV. And I yeah. need someone, I need someone to take it seriously. Like, it's never fun when nobody <laughs> takes it seriously. Like, then, then we don't have a show. I need someone to take reality TV seriously yeah. because we're fucking not. Yeah. Yeah, at all. literally. So, but so then we finally get back to the rose ceremony where Sarah is passing out, fake passing out. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the theme of tonight. Like, we all hate Victoria. We've all made it. Everyone in the world has taken the un, not what is now an uninteresting take of like Victoria stinks, which we all agree on. Like, there's nobody out there yeah. that's like defending her. But Victoria then brings up at first in the first minute, Victoria's like, oh, faking a fainting episode. And you're like, Victoria, what a reach. You know, like and, she literally and, says, pull it together and don't faint. This is the bachelor, not the Sarah show. Yeah. And, and we all laugh at her. But now looking back, you're like, this was the central theme. This is the. This is the conundrum of this episode. To me, it is thematic. The conundrum of this episode and the toughest part, and this is, like, I always think of The Bachelor as a metaphor for America and the discourse. And this whole thing is a metaphor because Sarah has real issues. She has a a, a dad who has ALS, and, like, and we all feel horrible about that. We wouldn't wish that on anyone in the entire world. We we all want him to get better. We all want, like, you know, in whatever way, you know, we're, we're all on team. We hate ALS and hate disease, and we don't want anyone's father to be passing away. Correct. But then you have this thing where it's like, is she, can you be awful also? Like, can she be taking up other people's time? Like, because there's a moral high, you know, and in the beginning, we're like, Victoria, fuck you. People can faint. And then the more Sarah gets chronicled in this show, the more you go, is Sarah a dick? Is Sarah, you know? It is kind of like just because something bad happens to someone doesn't mean they're a great person, which like you hate to say, but it's like whenever anybody dies, in my like parents uh past my dad's always like oh yeah he was a great guy and i'm like that's not what you used to say about him he's just dead now <laughs> so i <laughs> um yeah, but it- i agree where i was like i don't know how to feel but i do think and what are you allowed to say like because this is kind of what happens on the internet the internet will take the moral high ground in every position because everyone wants to look good. Everyone wants to get their like. So they'll be like, you have to, cause Sarah's going to get defended. And, and I, mm-hmm. I think she pulled a lot of moves in this episode where I was annoyed with her for the women. The other women have a right to be annoyed. And then you, you, you know, in this opening scene where before we know what happens in the episode, we're sitting there going, Oh, the girl passed out. 
She's probably worried about her dad. She's probably not sure if she should be there. Oh, my God. Victoria's, you know, victim blaming a pass out person. Like, what are you out of your fucking mind? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of I just thought this whole rose ceremony now looking back is so interesting because, you know, there was a moment where uh, Kayla Kayla has the most honest moment I've ever seen on a reality show. Kayla goes, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, she was like, I'm not happy she passed out because it takes time away from me. I would never, you know, Kayla takes this like very nuanced approach. She's like, I'm mad. She took time away from me, but I can't say that because someone's sick. And you're like, yeah. yes, Kayla, like you are, you're all of us in this episode. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey. I had a friend in high school who would pass out all the time. Like, I mean, like, at least once a week, you would be walking down the hall with her and then talk, talk, talking. And all of a sudden, you're like, where is she? And she would just be, like, lying on the ground. But she would always be like, don't make sure they don't call an ambulance. I don't want the attention. But then she would always be like, I can feel when I'm about to pass out. And so then... It got to the point where I'm like, why are you doing this in the middle of like concert, the hallway, then. <laughs> the hallway yeah, you don't pulling want- over your car once you get to school and then being like, I was going to pass out. I had to block traffic. Yeah. Um, so you don't want don't- ambulance attention. You want fun high school attention. You know, right. it's like and, and it's like no one can disagree with you because we're like, holy shit, she passes out in the hallway. But then, at you know, the third pass out, I'm sure you were like. Fuck this chick. It's it's like, you know, like my girlfriend will be like, I'm starving. And I'll go, you should eat. And she's like, no, that's what people, and I'll be like, and she'll go, no, I'm starving. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. Do you want to go to the hospital? Should I find you? Yeah, like, like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) So that's kind of, I just felt this episode was so interesting because, again, Sarah's going to find her tribe, so to speak. Sarah's going to find the women and men who watch this show and go, no, they were all so mean to her. But like, I, I mean, we're going to go through the the recap, but I, I I just thought this. And then Matt, you know, obviously goes out and helps her. They get themselves together. It becomes a showdown of, you know, Victoria, the last rose, whether Victoria or Marilyn's going to get it. I have to say I wasn't the biggest Marilyn fan. It, 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 Victoria was so bad that we were like, forced into this position of cheering for Marilyn, who mm-hmm. always sounded like she was about to cry. She's like, I, 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 and you're like, okay, get rid of both of them at this point. Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't really care. Yeah, I was surprised that, um, well, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that he kept um, Victoria, but I thought he would keep maybe Marilyn on and maybe there would be like a two-on-one date between the, like, yeah. between the three of them. And, um, you know, when Marilyn, even when she got sent home, she was like whispering. She was like, I just don't know, like, well, this is so sad. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why is she whispering? It makes more sense that Matt gave her the orchid now. He's like, I better give this chick an orchid because she's like on her last breath or something. She's on the brink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, like I, I, I did like in defense of choosing Victoria. I would much rather. I can understand Victoria being a fun person in Matt's eyes. Matt's not seeing the show that we're seeing and and seeing like Victoria's talking about sex. She's, she's cutting people off. She's kind of laughing. She's, she's getting laughs sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes she gets laughs. Or do you pick Marilyn? Who's like, I just 
whining the whole yeah, you time. Know, yeah, it's like, get the fuck out of here. I want the girl who wants to fucking blow me. You know, get out of here. Yeah, I felt Marilyn too. And then, I mean, moving into our first group date where they're like doing the uh, erotica. I was like, yeah. what a sh- missed opportunity for Marilyn. This is where she could have really <laughs> let her ASMR shine. Like, <laughs> but, absolutely. So, yeah, we move into their erotica date. Um, which was just a plug for Chris which Harrison's was book. A, yeah, full challenge just to sell Chris Harrison's, which I now know is a, an erotic novel. I thought it was like a biography. Can we talk about how crazy this book is the book so the idea is that chris has a front row seat for love so now he has credibility as a fan fiction erotica writer is that is that the the premise here i'm like so you're like a voyeur outside the room (laughs) yeah is that the weirdest thing ever but isn't yeah. this like still like low key Disney? I saw somebody <laughs> like it's ABC. So like, what is the what is he doing? Like promoting this erotica book, but also it feels strange that Chris Harrison is writing something like this. I look at him and it feels like it doesn't track, and it makes me feel a little uncomfy. Well, it's 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 the most uncomfy because you have to think about it. It's not like he's experiencing The Bachelor. He's just watching the bachelor happen from the set so so what he hosts the show and then he goes to his room and he starts writing under a dim in a like in a dimly lit room like and matt james touched her buttocks like 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 just the explanation of someone be like hey chris what's the book about and he's like yeah, you know, I've been watching all this these people rub, you know, dry hump for all these years. And all I figured these years. <laughs> yeah, I figured yeah. I had something. I've been dreaming these up in my room in between shoots. Like what? Yeah. And you know there's a ghostwriter. I find it very hard to believe Chris Harrison can write a full novel. No offense to him. <laughs> but like I just I, that felt so um yeah, Addy to me. It, it's it, like, v- yeah, very pluggy, very you know, sham wow, very like, and he, and also Chris sets it up by saying to the women, he goes, he goes to read the date card, and he says, I have personally planned these dates to make Matt a little uncomfortable because he wants to be uncomfortable with you, and it's like, okay, so and date number one is my book, which you can buy on Amazon. Like what? Yeah. Now we're all uncomfortable. Chris. And then on top was... of that, on top of that, he has Ashley Ike yeah. show up to present it, and it's like I feel like she's the weirdest person to talk about this because wasn't she a virgin up until like yesterday? I did tweet <laughs> that. I was like very full circle. Ashley Ike came on as a virgin and is now um, reading promoting erotic novels, erotica books. Well, it only makes sense because she's the princess of plug. Like Ashley Ike has been coming on this show to collect instagram followers since she got off the show and now that she's married she can't go on paradise so she's just looking for ways to plug herself like it it it, it, i don't think there's a thing ashley i would say no to like she's like uh, they're like yeah do you want to read some erotic fan fiction that chris wrote while he's hovering over your shoulder making sure you're (laughs) reading the parts right and she's like yeah of course of course i'll i'll do anything please 
Someone, did you see on Instagram that somebody like came for her on his post and was like, why does she keep coming back? And he commented to them and was like, hey, Kathy, suck it. She's my friend. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So, Chris Harrison? Yeah. No. He wrote, you can- suck it, Kathy, to this woman commenting <laughs> on his Instagram post. You could tell there's people he likes. Like, I, I it's very obvious. Like, yeah. he does become friends with certain people. I, I have met Ashley, I, and Jared. And I will say... That woman's a worker. Like I, I, I everything that mm-hmm. like every time she shows up, you're like, yeah, of course she found her way into Chris's group chat with with Lauren Zima. Like there's no, you know, yeah. like this she's is, been on this, this show before. Yeah, she was she, on our yeah. show last last season. We did we did her podcast um, last season as well. So I mean, it's yeah. Uh, don't hate the player, I, hate the game. Is the, I know. Uh, I'm sure she reached out under the email ashleypr at gmail.com and it was one she like cr- created for herself. Assistant yeah. at Ashley I. <laughs> yeah, Ashley High has I created my assistant's email and I answer my assistant's email yeah. energy to her and everything <laughs> she does. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes in the market for investment worthy bags watches and fine jewelry rebag is the answer rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity use rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands including louis vuitton chanel and cartier head to rebag.com and get up to 15 percent off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. shop today at rebag.com that's r-e-b-a-g.com and use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15 percent off your first purchase as a member Okay, so we start with Matt reading the erotic fiction he wrote that was like, he was reading it like slam poetry. Number <laughs> I know. he. I mean, word for word, it felt so scripted and there was no like feeling behind it. He's and like, then and then have... she kisses my lips. <laughs> and then there's like bongos. Honestly, when Victoria did hers, I was dying when she uh she gave like a little snippet to Ashley. Oh my at god. First. She's and like, like, and then he amount- eats my fucking pussy and fucks me sideways. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they literally bleeped out Victoria for like 15 minutes. She's like, you just see lips moving, and it's just like beep, <laughs> beep asshole. Beep. 
Beep. She did get toes. me at the part Beep. where she said um, at the very end, she was like, and then she said, yes, queen. And honestly, I laughed. At that. No, I, <laughs> that I got actually, me. <laughs> that this got was me. Victor. I thought Victoria did a great job. I, I, I was like team Victoria in this. Like, I know she, she came out like someone has to be that person. Someone has to be the person mm-hmm. that's like, and I put your cock in my mouth and I, you know, swirl it around. Yeah, she literally <laughs> left. She was literally like, and then I push you down on the bed so I can bleep your bleep. And I was like, wow, she literally didn't even like come up with a euphemism, anything. Just <laughs> full on. I bet Matt keeps her around to the fantasy suites just because of this. I, I, listen, I, don't, I don't know about that, though, because did you catch when he was like talking to Sarah and he's like, I, uh, who was he talking to? Um, that was like, sorry, I didn't like go too far out there. And he's like, no, I appreciate that. I like some left up for the imagination. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I'm a he great said- sexter. I love a sext. I would yeah. have been ready for this. I mean, ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> also, you got to do the voice with it. Like it's all, yeah. like you said, Marilyn with the ASMR. Like this is like, like I, I, I think Matt has to say that to everybody. Like he's not going to be like, yeah, where the fuck you didn't talk about. <laughs> Tonguing my asshole. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, he's not gonna like turn to them. But what did you think of the chocolate cake thing? I he said chocolate cake in such a way that it like it went through the TV for me. Like I was like, I was like looking around. I was like, can anyone see that I'm sweating right now? Like this is like 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 I was more into it than you guys were. It sounded like I I thought he did a good job at first. Well, when he started reading it, for some reason I thought he was reading. Um, one of the girls. I thought he was going to read all of them and then pick the one that he liked the best. And then I realized that was his. And I was like, oh, okay. Like whoever gets me the hardest wins the prize. <laughs> See, <laughs> I wish I wish Matt uh, James's was written by Chris Harrison so we could like get a taste for what we we're in Oof. for on the mm. book. Like, yeah. wouldn't that have been cool? To like, yeah. like Chris to be standing there, like thumbs up, like you, yeah, an- like him enunciating the words from his chair. Like, it. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that when Ashley, when Ashley first came out, wasn't she reading from his book? Yes. Like, I, oh, I yeah. think they did get a little mm-hmm. snick, and even that, I was like, I don't want a full novel of this, especially when dad, when dad Chris Harrison is there. He, every he this. He, the last few seasons, Chris Harrison has looked too old to write fan fiction to be in the room while it's being read. Like he's in New Balances, he's got his you know the shirt with the cuffs all, you know folded over the divorced dad shirt that has the paisley on the cuffs. Like it, it's just it, it's I we're we're he's aging out of certain events. I yeah, think. we want the guy that like wrote Game of Thrones that just like sits in his like cabin and writes <laughs> and no one sees him or cares yeah. about him they're just like give us pages but then you have to think about chris harrison's son who's in college right now probably, probably watching with his like right. door- humiliated being like yeah my dad writes fucking <laughs> bachelor porn <laughs> um chris- yeah so then they go to the second part of the day after the um erotic section and victoria Oh, Sarah shows up, not Victoria. I'm getting yeah. my villains confused. Sarah, this is when this is when we go into the Sarah show, essentially, where we get this, where she gave us the little like preview at the beginning of, "Hey, I'm passing out in the middle of the rose ceremony," and now it's every other time there's something wrong with Sarah. She's locked in her room. She shows up on the date, and so that's also 
remember Corinne's season when she would be like locked in her room all the time and nobody like everyone's just like haha Corinne's in her room they were but probably happy Corinne like... was in her room <laughs> <laughs> well she then she Corinne like owned it she was like yeah I just nap who wouldn't nap I'm why not napping. yeah she was the nap queen Fair. and so like no but there is a scene between the because the erotic fan fiction date is uh they they bring in the other women to be the studio audience so oh yeah sarah watches the other women do these fan fiction things and then they go back to the house and the other women go on their date and before we get to the the second part of the date they go to sarah who's like i saying that she feels uncomfortable with this and it's like this is one of those things that's indefensible. You came on the show. Mm-hmm. It's 30 women date one man. That yeah. No one surprised you with the, the premise of the show. You came on. So Sarah's sitting there kind of like, it, it kind of felt like she was like hugging the cross, just being like, I don't know. It's just got, things got real today. And it's like, okay, when, I understand her viewpoint of going, it got real for me today. That's okay. I think that's a totally yeah, human emotion. Yeah, for sure. Right? But for her to then go, well, he has to know. It's like, no, no, no. That's the point where you go, I should have known. It is the show. Like, you don't you don't have a right that your feelings are more important than anyone else on the show. That's what it kind of felt like in that moment. Yeah. Where she's like, I'm going to go talk to him. And it's like, well, hold on. There's a date going on. You had a, a one-on-one. What are you talking about? It was also like, this is the moment you're going to choose to make this stand. It's not like they were doing the things that they were reading, like, which they will later on. And then you'll have to deal with that. So that's I. Yeah. As soon as she did that, I was like, okay, she's going to send herself home tonight. She also acknowledged it. I mean, she acknowledged the fact that she was like, I do understand, like, this is what I like signed up for. But the fact that she couldn't get past it is like, I think our issue is that she acknowledges yeah i signed up for this but i didn't know how how hard it would be because i know matt and i have more of a connection than he does with any of the other girls and it's also like who are you to say that like how do you know he's not sitting there saying like this is how my date went with so and so and this is how i feel about so and so all you know is you and yes you probably have a connection with him but that's all you have sarah feels like she has the it feels like she's the star of her friend group like, yes. it feels like she's the hottest person in the group and that everyone kind of, like, looks up to her. And so this happens. I know nobody wants to admit this, but a lot of friends groups have this dynamic where it's this one person who's, like, uber gorgeous. Everything is their story. Everyone's following their story. And everyone else kind of concedes to that person. And it felt like Sarah didn't realize that everyone on this show is that person in their friend group. Everyone. It's not, it, it, and like uh, she expected, it did seem like she expected everyone to just understand. And it's like, no, 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 We, none of us understand. We, 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 <laughs> like you, you no. are, ta- yeah, you got your time, go home, you got your rose. Everyone yeah. else's turn. And that's that. She's definitely the the hot friend. Is the vibe. And let let us not forget that she was dating G Easy not but nine months ago. Before. Oh, I didn't know this. Really? They. Oh yes, yeah. Apparently. They, apparently G Easy was like dating this girl known as a mystery woman, and somebody found the photos from March and was like, "That's Sarah, who's now on The Bachelor." Um. Mm-hmm. So. 
whatever the women all turn on sarah victoria is like uh a goddamn sharpshooter like ready to take her out you can see like the glee in her face when she hears that she interrupted the night well, date well that was she comes up and interrupts vibrator katie's moment which i think it's like again like you want to interrupt the wrong person how about america's sweetheart vibrator katie yeah you yeah. can't interrupt interrupt victoria interrupt yeah. anybody else but katie you can't interrupt her and Katie kind of goes like Katie does the thing I would do. Like I, I'm mm -hmm. one of those person that would go like, I would know what this person's doing is wrong, but I would still submit to it and then rethink it and be like, what am I a fucking idiot? Like, uh, how could I not say something? And, and yeah. she, so she comes downstairs, Victoria, like turns to her Victoria. Now Victoria's powers that were once used for evil are now <laughs> being used for good. And is like, get up there, get up, <laughs> stop it. And you're like, yes, you, you, you kind of like, there was a moment where I'm like, Victoria becomes the voice of the audience, right? Victoria is definitely the type of person that, you know, when people are like, trust me, you don't want to be on her bad side. Yeah, that's Victoria. Because <laughs> like, that is the friend that if somebody was like doing some shit to me, I would be very glad to have a Victoria. Oh, um, yeah. But, but the second you look at her wrong, she's like, fuck you, you fat bitch. <laughs> like, I, I would have I, honestly, if I were Katie, I don't think I would have gone back up there myself. I think I would have um, sent Victoria up there. And I think I would have like manipulated the situation, <laughs> confided in Victoria and been like, I just don't know what to do. Like, I think like, I wish I had, you know, your, uh, you know, hyping Victoria up a little bit. Like, I wish I had your um, confidence to go up there and say something like that. Then Victoria goes up there, blows up the whole thing. So <laughs> you don't have to get the blood on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> she goes back up there and vibrator Katie pulls one of the, my favorite moves ever that I've ever seen on this show. She goes back up and Sarah's like, she goes, can I, you know, you've had your time. And like, she has, you got to, how yeah. much could you have to say? You're not going to get a full date. Whether it was 60 seconds or eight minutes, how much time does she need to talk with him and be like, I just want to let you know I feel upset about what happened today. Like, that's really all she has to say. Yeah. She goes, yeah. I need five minutes. She goes, two minutes. Now they're like, you know, negotiating this time thing. Like they're sharing a kid in a divorce. And then he's like, and then Katie goes, okay, I'll give you five minutes. And then just walks to the corner of the room and waits behind like a, like a mesh screen, like a, a changing screen. Like, I thought that was great. And then she comes and sits on the couch with them. Yeah. yeah, that afterwards, was and then she comes. She was like, "Oh yeah, well." She was like, "It's almost time, so I'm just gonna squeeze my way on into this couch." And so, like, Sarah's trying to finish up, like, um, which I love that. And then you have, and then after that, you know, Sarah comes back down. She apologizes to the girls for taking up their time. You know, apologizing after the fact, which is what the the girls had a, the issue with. She was like, they were like, yeah, but you could have said something to us before. Like we were worried about you. We did like feel something. And now we just know that you were up there stealing our time away. And now you're going to apologize. This is when Victoria was so great. Cause Victoria nailed it. She was just like, yeah, you get, you know, now you're going to come down. Now you're going to do this. And, and she goes, you already had a date yesterday. Like, like literally like calls it out. Like the whole timestamp of it right well and then is this isn't this when sarah like they go outside and sarah's like 
yeah, I thought that we had like a good relationship. And I was like, now I'm questioning Sarah. I'm questioning everybody in this situation. Yeah. Sarah thought that her and Victoria were close friends when last episode she said that if Matt kept Victoria, it would make her question his motives and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think Victoria went a little easy on, like compared to how she's been acting to every other girl in every Mm -hmm. other situation, I felt like Victoria, at least in this instance, not later, but in this instance, she went really easy on I think it was strategic. I felt like it was like a cat getting a mouse. Like she was like, like yeah, um, she was gonna try play to with draw it. her in and then mm-hmm. stab her in the face. It 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 did. It, the whole scene was unbelievable too, especially because Sarah, le- Sarah's level of not getting it, Sarah's level of like thinking she was gonna talk her way through the eight other women or however many women were on this date, and they were all just gonna turn to her and go, "Oh, of course," like and forgive her. Like I I. That was the moment where I was like, this is this is hot girl energy. This is hot person energy of like, oh, you think we're all just going to go? Oh, of course. Thank you for for telling us that you took our time. Like, right. Has she never seen the show before. This never works out positively for anyone. You don't interrupt a group date that you're not on and you don't go talk to the lead outside of normal hours because you'll usually end up getting sent home. Like there's a few rules in this show that are always a constant and it, those are two big ones and she just keeps yeah. fucking them over. Well, I also felt that um, every time Matt was like, you know, I've never done this before. I was like, obviously. And it shows like, yeah, he, he has no idea. I'm like, have you seen the show before? Like you're going to make these women go absolutely insane and like have an uprising. Um, Matt, but Matt does do a good job of letting it not be about him in those instances. Like he almost like he almost takes the non position to a point where they come down and they're like, so, you know, like, like, like the whole interaction between vibrator Katie and Sarah, it's like he was there the whole time. I never even knew he was there. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's like, and then he comes down. After Sarah leaves and he's like, hey, ladies, like no mention of like, sorry, I missed time with some of you because someone showed up and took it. He sits in between these two women. None of them mm-hmm. blame him. None of them look at him and go, could you send her away? Like, like I guess yeah. I don't know if even that's right. allowed on the show, but he gives the rose to Rachel. and Which is weird to me. Um, I have to say the whole Rachel getting the rose thing is weird to me because I watched their conversation and um, and I feel like they didn't say anything. I mean, obviously, a lot of it was probably cut. But from what we saw, all I saw was Matt saying, you know, yeah, we haven't got a lot of time together. And she was like, yeah, but I feel like we have a really good connection and I'm glad I'm here. And he's like, yeah, I'm glad you're here, too. And she's like, yeah, I just um, I think that we uh, really are connecting, saying the same thing back and forth, but not having an action. I don't know anything about Rachel. Anything to me. To me, that was a we'd be a great fuck Rose. Like to me, that was yeah. like I, I you know, when you meet someone, you're just like and you just know, like not you just like. The, the smell of them, you're like, yeah, we're going to fuck and it's going to mm-hmm. be hot. God, I and miss that. I, 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 yeah, I think, I yeah, think I'm he's like, Jared, sniff- what are you talking about? <laughs> I haven't smelled that in Take years. Me back. It's been a while. Okay, we're going to try and bottle it and sell it. But <laughs> yeah. I, I I did have that vibe where Rachel and him, because he, you're right, Kay, he, they were just like, 
I feel like we connect. And it's like, yeah, that's something you say to someone you've never spoken to when you just know you guys are going to fuck. Like, it, I don't like, know anything about her. Zero. Well, it, nothing, I can't even picture it, her right now. I have to like Google <laughs> which one she is. It's also a admission that Vibrator Katie is not that person. And yeah. and, and I, I, I think like we all love Vibrator Katie. I think she's great looking and all that. But you could tell the vibe isn't there between those two. She's going to and like people always try to reference like plants and people that are kept on the show. Vibrator Katie, there's reason to keep her on the show as much as there's reason to keep Victoria in the show. To me, everyone in the house seems to love her. We're going to get to other stuff in a, in a minute with her. But I'm saying like she seems to be, there are glue people in this house. And I don't think vibrator katie's staying because matt's wildly into her is i agree there it's definitely a friendship vibe with her um i do not i do i agree with you i do not see any sort of um real relationship happening at the end of this which sucks because we'll get to it later but i still have her on as one of my like uh i still have her on as one of my top girls we can love her it doesn't mean that he has to love her yeah. I have her on my paradise list. Also potential for, you know, bachelorette. Who knows? She's so she'd fun. Be, she'd be a fun bachelorette um, just because, like, she does have this relatability that I think everyone can get on board with. Like, just the, like, the, she seems like, you know, just bringing the vibrator alone is a relatable thing, but also just, like, it seems like she's getting around friends with everyone in the house. It doesn't seem like she has any enemies or it feels like she could sleep in all the different rooms for a sleepover. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so let's move on to Serena P's date. And, you know, I feel like we're back to this Sarah thing again where um, she's up in her room, doesn't come down for, uh, for, like, Serena getting ready to go out on her date or anything. And um, Matt comes in, asks where she is, because he was going to be like, okay, let me explain last night. And then they're like, oh, well, she's not here. So he goes up and talks to her. He's like, I'll be back in five minutes. Clearly, it was not five minutes. And they're going through that whole thing again, where she gets, she's stealing all of the attention. And I really do um, feel like being on this show, it's not just a, I'm trying to win the heart of the bachelor or the bachelor at whatever, but it, you have to like the other people have to like you too. It's survival. Like you have to create relationships with everybody. Like, so you low key have to be there to make friends. Like you have, there has to be some level of, I am here to make friends. I am here to create relationships with these people because if I don't, you're going to get bullied out of the house. Like we see later. You also just have to like, get through the day like you don't have to be there to be making best friends but nobody wants to like be in a constant state of like 10 tension yeah i i I, and i mean this is uh this was a moment where you look at sarah and you go it just doesn't seem like she has friendships that are even friendships that are 
even no. back and forth. Like anyone who's had a friendship would know, or had an even friendship would know. Yeah, I've been crying for twenty four straight hours. Maybe I should perk up a bit and be a nice person to live with for five minutes. Like, like, like she was at this point. How long has she been crying? How long has she been in her room? Like this is. I know. Well, yeah, you know, and, and then he goes up there and they start dry humping, and she's like, like, and it's like, what? Again, from Matt's perspective, what's he supposed to do? She's dealing with real life trauma, with real life sadness, and he's and and she said she's here for him, and it's like, I he even said on their date, he's like, I take a lot of like, uh, you know, like what did he say? He said pride or something. He was like, yeah, like like I think I something like that. Something like that where he was like, she's here for me while, you know, her dad is at home sick. So I'm sure he has a response. There's a sense of responsibility and guilt. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to make sure this person is somewhat happy. I don't think she's using that. I don't think she's weaponizing it. But it does feel like she doesn't understand that other people are tiptoeing around her. Like, people, like, it's like when people come, like, if, if, like, when when a relative passes away, Jews have a shiva call. And it's five days where, like, the whole friends and family can come pay their respects. And and people come to your house. They bring food, whatever. When someone comes to the house with a shiva call, you know that they are coming and they're uncomfortable. They're in your home. They don't know your level of sadness. And you're like and, – and the minute you make a joke or you let them know, like, hey, good to see – you know, and you kind of smile for five seconds, that gives them the ability yeah. to, like – relax a little i don't think sarah gives that ability to other people i think it's the sarah show it's the uh, now i sound like victoria it's the i'm <laughs> crying i'm sad no it's true, though. It, it, no no like hey wink wink i'm okay with you you know what i mean yeah especially because at this time the girls had no idea that she had other things going on at home no. so true. Like, in their head she's just completely selfish yeah, yeah. um I mean, uh, and then and then you have uh, like right before it happens, Matt comes back down and uh, he was like, you know, I was just checking on her and blah, blah, blah. And then Victoria cuts Matt off and goes, well, it's Serena's time now. I, and I mean, like cuts him off. I was like, yes. It, have you ever seen the movie um, Captain Phillips? No. <laughs> Where yeah. it's like the Tom Hanks movie about the real story of like the boat that got uh like hijacked by pirates but there's like this scene in the the one oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom he's about. like look at me i'm the captain now that was <laughs> what the minute, yeah that was 100 percent victoria i was like oh she's in charge i'm i, I would obey what she said in the uh-huh Absolutely. and then he was like okay bye and literally just like leaves with, <laughs> with <three. laughs> which i'm gonna be honest i um I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I do not love them together. I think I think she is a little too young for him. I think she's 22. She seems kind of, um, I mean, I, I like her as a person, but I don't think that she's right for him. I think she's too all over the place. Like, oh my God, this is so cute. And like, everything's new. Yeah. Everything is like green and um, fluffy and there's no like real substance um, to their relationship. I don't know. I just didn't get that. I didn't get a good vibe from their date. I have her on my paradise list. I think she'd I, be a fun paradise person, but see, I, uh, it's so interesting that you say that, that like you both were like, no fun girl, 
going to paradise. Like I, it's so funny that like, I think Matt will keep her around. And I think because, she'll stay around for a while. I, I don't yeah. think she's going to go home soon, but I don't she's think she'll cute, make it. Drama free. Um, it's funny. Like I liked her for very like why a lot of men like certain women. Like it was light. Like, like there was no moment of like, I'm here because my whole family is yes. dying in the next 72 hours and I must find a husband. And I think Matt James, what I'll, from little bits and pieces he said where he's like, I haven't fallen in love yet. He, he, mm-hmm. She was like, when's your last relationship? He was like, we were together for four months. He references someone he was with for four months and never had a label. So like right. to me, like Serena is kind of, the perfect woman for him to keep around because she offers an out that doesn't immediately become very serious right away. Like I think she like, even when, even when she said like, I'm falling in like with him, like that to me, like as, as a guy who's been, you know, deathly afraid of commitment myself, I'm like, Ooh, keep the in like girl, love her. Like, like I need more of her. I mean, I need the girl who's, who's not going to fall too hard. Like, Mm -hmm. so I, I I think she stays around, but I agree. I didn't think of it the way you guys are thinking of it until now. And I think you're right, but not maybe not the right person, but someone Matt might need. I feel like I've talked to you about this, whether it was like on your, your podcast or maybe on another bachelor season or something, but I do agree. I think it's, um, it's the light. There's no drama around her. She's no, there's no like super sad story that we've heard of yet. There's Mm -hmm. no, like, she's not fighting with the girls, but she's also not like, I'm falling in love with you. I want to have babies. It's very like, yeah, let's just hang out, see what happens, fuck around. I don't care. Love like it. it's and I think that he's super vibing with that. And um maybe he will keep her around because of that. I think there was another girl that was like that, but I um from maybe like Peter's season or something that was just really um no drama. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not thinking that she's the one for him. Yeah. Um, is this also when Sarah shows up for the date card? I believe so. Well, now there's a new date card that it's like they're all the girls are down there and they're like, Oh my god, we have a date card. This is after Serena's, and they're waiting to hear about a group date. And um, of course, Sarah is not down there. And then, but when she hears somebody say date card, she comes out of like the woodwork and her like <laughs> puffer coat, and like she's getting ready to leave, and um it's, I don't know. It just feels really weird that she just came down for that. And then she's trying to apologize. And, you know, Victoria's like, who the fuck are you apologizing to? And this is when Victoria um, really shows like the one that we've been seeing this the whole time. Yeah, she went really easy much. on her. She went really easy on her at the beginning when she interrupted the first group date. But now um, that it's been it keeps happening she's like oh fuck no i don't know who you're apologizing to but it can't be us couldn't be us i don't know who you're talking to but uh you're not forgiven yes she goes yeah that i thought was like way too much victoria was like insane you would have thought that sarah had like killed a member of her family when she's like no matter what you say i won't forgive you who who are you talking to who are you talking to? Are you talking to? And she's like looking behind her. Um, Here's what I will say, though. Nobody else kind of stopped it. Like Victoria at that point, 
again but to she like also go wasn't back. the only one that, that's All what i'm saying like that far, it, yeah. it, it felt like every and i i mj has become my vibe check person for the show and mj yeah. was equally upset like i i again you have to read between the lines with some of this stuff victoria her the issues people had with her people just had with her they did a lot of like that's victoria so you can tell some people think it's funny sometimes you can tell they couldn't really pin her down this felt like all of the women had had it with tiptoeing around sarah's feelings like it it, it really because then even kit who we we've gotten some kit moments but kit comes in hard and is like you're going to feel very uncomfortable in this house. Like that is a that's a strong state they like they didn't say that to Victoria at any time. That's no, a way stronger like, statement. Yeah, Kit was like I will Tanya Harding your ass the second you walk <laughs> out of your room. Yeah. And it's like they all and 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 again like would you call this bullying or would you call this all the women standing up for themselves? in this house like i don't i don't know like i the word bullying on this show gets like very is is a very serious word on the bachelor especially yeah. when it's a bunch of women and some women use it to like fend off everyone else as sarah kind of did but like what do you guys think was it bullying at this moment um i don't i personally i do not think so because um i think we really saw um <laughs> Sorry, I just read something. Sean cut that. I was reading the outline. Um, I don't think I don't think it was bullying because I think we saw that uh, you know Sarah kept doing this to herself, and she sort of walked into it. Like I said, it's a it's very much a um, a place where you have to come and you're trying to make the guy fall in love with you, but you also need to make the girls fall in love with you too. So your time there isn't shitty and. I think you have to somewhat be there to make friends. And I don't think it was bullying, but I do think there were like, I think they made some points that were kind of harsh, you know, saying she was calculated and manipulative and toxic. God, again, with this like toxic thing, I don't think that's, I don't think it's that bad, but I do think that Sarah kind of knows what she's doing a little bit to get that attention. Yeah. I wouldn't call it bullying per se, but I do think it went too far. Like, I, I think that Victoria, like, was too much. If I was in the room, I would have been uncomfortable about how mean people were being. Yeah. It, it was interesting to me. Like, I, I just, it was interesting to me because we have our villain, quote unquote. Victoria is the one we've all decided is this horrible person, but nobody did this to her. And the minute they could, Sarah obviously offended the people in the house in a different way than Victoria offended the people watching on TV. Like Victoria to the people watching on TV is like, oh my God, she says horrible things. But it's like, maybe she's saying horrible things in the way that like we see on TV, like that, that, that like are, you know, are things that we would all say ourselves. Like maybe mm-hmm. Victoria acts in a way that when she's your friend, you let it off the hook. And when she's not, you get upset. But Sarah does things in ways that I think annoy a lot of people on a level that they can't, they're not really allowed to like say a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think once now that the girls know that there has been, um, you know, when she talks to Matt again, it's like, and, or she says to the girl, she's like, I think I'm going to leave because I am having like issues at home and blah, blah, blah. And, and Katie, then Katie goes and talks to her afterwards. And she was like, Hey, you know, for me, that was hard to well, watch because well, she was on, at the beginning. Hold on. Yeah. Katie goes and finds her in a room alone crying. Like, again, like, 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 like it is a little ridiculous that just, Sarah's in a room just like <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, like she must be what? so dehydrated. She's <laughs> yes. been crying for like days. Yeah. Days. Like that's days. why you're so cold. That's why you're in your puffer jacket all the time. Your you, your body is like clinging for any kind of warmth. So so yeah, Katie comes up to her and, and she says, What? What is Well, she basically is like, Hey, that was, you know, that was hard to watch. Trying to trying to sympathize with her a little bit. And then um, Sarah talks to Katie about what her family issues are and talks to her about her dad having this terminal illness. And, um, and then Katie is like, you know, I've been there. She's like, I lost my dad in 2012 and they really had a moment. And she was like, and I totally understand, um, you know, uh, where you're coming from and you should be with him. If this is like your reason, because before, before Sarah told Katie about her dad, um, Katie was like, you know what, as much as I want to say, like, get the fuck out. I also don't want to be Matt's backup plan. Like mm -hmm. if you really do, if, if you really do feel like you have this connection with him, then stay and figure this out because I don't want him to be like, maybe he ends up picking me and then he's regretting it because you're the one who sent her yourself home. And that's a really good way to look at it. And I've actually never thought about it that way, but she has a point. It's like, I would rather all of these girls stay um, and then him be the one to send them home instead of themselves, uh, knowing that he's keeping me because he wants to keep me and not because, well, I guess you're the last choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, and it's she, Katie kind of like wrapped up this whole thing perfectly, like in a way that was like, okay. And it did feel like Katie was kind of making sure that like, I think when she said that was uncomfortable, it was Katie's way of being like, yeah, we were bullying, but let's make sure people don't think we're bullies. <laughs> like, it it exactly. felt like a little bit of a cleanup. That was totally the vibe. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. The whole scene was like quintessential bachelor. Like I was like, mm. this is what we come for, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, but, to watch someone get bullied and then someone to yeah. make up and for us to go oh and exactly. then <laughs> so then sarah packs her bags and is going to tell matt that she's leaving and she goes to matt's house matt doesn't seem so surprised that it's her i mean she's shown up behind every bush that they've like you know for five minute you know interactions along the way and Kate, also, you know, can we talk about the house that she shows up at he has two kitchen islands I still can't get over why he needs to stay in a mansion with a G-Wagon when all yeah. the girls are at a literal castle down the street. Yeah, like, go stay in the castle so the, they can at least walk to your room, but maybe they need to make it di more difficult to get in touch with them. Yeah, because... they're like, we want the girls to be walking in, like, 38-degree uh, weather down the highway. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. If Sarah stayed, she'd be snowshoeing, a car, you know, <laughs> like, through the through the woods to get to him. Um, so yeah, then she leaves and it's, well, and then, 
she you leaves. can tell that he is into her though i have yeah. to say you can tell mm-hmm. that he is he is sad and like the what he said when she was like you know i have to go home and i have to be with my dad and be with my family and then she drops the bomb and's like you know these girls are ruthless and blah 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 and i was like oh shit she's she's writing i know these girls i didn't out. like that i didn't like i that. didn't either um and then but he said to her he's like you know what this doesn't mean i'm not gonna stop thinking about you or praying for you or blah 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 and i'm like see bitch that's why you need to stay here but i think all she wanted was that validation before she left which i mean i get it i do think that like she should have left like her dad i agree is yeah that's so stupid imagine living your life being like oh i wasn't there when my dad passed away because i was on a reality show competing for love and then he didn't mm-hmm. pick me. Yeah, I I it's I mean people I wouldn't call, you know, to me it's not dumb as much as it's just like I don't like there's a point where she has to say I'm not getting along with these people. They're I don't even know if this is the right guy for me if he's sitting in on erotica fan fiction clapping for every time they say the word member. Like, you know, like maybe we're not the yeah. me- like the minute become like I can understand that that's where you come back to Sarah's side. That's where this all becomes so difficult where you go. I can understand why she's like battling right now. She's like, I'm not going to stay here three more weeks and miss three weeks of my dad's life. And you go, yeah, but you know, and, but it doesn't seem like she gave any amount of, again, as Victoria said, it's not the, it's not the Sarah show. Like you have to understand that like, your life is happening alongside other people's lives. And it didn't mm-hmm. seem like she ever took that into consideration. And that's hard to say because she's dealing with something all of us know is the most horrible thing in the world. So that, yeah. I think that was very difficult. Let's get into our categories this week. Let's do it. And let's start with some would you rathers. Jared, start us off with a would you rather. Okay, would you rather read Chris Harrison's erotica <laughs> book while he watches or rub your eye after Victoria touches her right eye and shakes your hand? <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, give me Chris Harrison's book. That eye yeah. is sending me. <laughs> I'm like, I would take the Victoria because you know what the best way to get out of things is? I have pink eye and I can't make it. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> for like in school, remember in school when pink eye would be going around in like third grade, like I remember kids in my class being like, rub your eye on my face because it like <laughs> doesn't hurt. Nothing happens. But then you get to miss school for like a and week. You look I so crazy it, though. I is it a pink a, eye or is it a sty? What, I think it, what it's a sty. It? I think, I think it's, it's a sty. Can... under her eyes. It's just one of her eyes if though. And it has sty, like a little. If yeah. that is a sty, that is the biggest. I have gotten styes. That I think a it's a sty, to be style. honest. Um, and it's because it's like puffy under just one of her eyes. At first, it looked like a black eye for like a second. Yeah. And um, but you could definitely see the little bump on it. Uh, it's, I think it's a sty, and I think it's from the stress. <laughs> a stress I mean, sty. Well, even though she seems like the least stressed, she's probably the most stressed on the show. Oh, she's yeah. at, she's got to keep up this like asshole persona that some some influencer convinced her was the right way to go and then mm-hmm. it's like and then she's on this and she's trying to create enemies and friends at the same time 
She doesn't know what she's going to look like on camera. She said some pretty horrible things. She clapped when someone, you know, does it when... <laughs> She, she sent clapped. herself home. Yeah, when 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 Sarah sent herself home, she clapped without knowing the real reason. You know, I know. So that's also on Katie. Katie should have been like, "You guys, we can't be mean," because now they all look like such dicks. But it's like yeah. they didn't know. Well, she kind of did. She kind of said like, "You don't know." She gave this like amazing pep talk. At the I end. know. She's like, "You know," didn't. She said they details. have like a family emergency, and it, that to me is like that could be anything. Yeah, right. you know, it's like. Whenever someone's like, oh, I can't make it. I have a family emergency. I'm like, you're a goddamn liar. What is it? Yeah. yeah. My grandma died for the 80th time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Kay, do you want to go? Yeah. Okay. Would you rather get in a yelling argument with Victoria uh, or a yelling argument with Sarah? Be- yeah. Because then you're either getting ripped to shreds or you're making your yeah, or somebody's home. making you cry so which which argument would you rather get into with sarah or I feel uh, like victoria i would rather with victoria because like as soon as someone starts crying and then i can't argue with them anymore mm-hmm. i'm usually the one that will start crying in the argument i feel like i can't argue without crying <laughs> is that healthy <laughs> I'm like a frustrated crier. So then I have to like clarify. I'm like, I'm not sad. I'm just frustrated. Um, yeah. Mind you. I agree. I have I'm definitely. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. I was just going to get personal for no reason. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would. Uh, I definitely would get in a yelling argument with Victoria. There's no question. It's the, it's the reason this episode was so difficult. You get in an mm-hmm. argument with Sarah. Someone pulls you aside and goes, her father is and you go fuck fuck i'm going to hell i'm the worst person alive Mm -hmm. and that's and and i think that again that is what everyone on this episode was avoiding that's that's the reason they're so annoyed you can yell at victoria all you want and someone will go to you oh thank god you said something and and you do it to sarah and it's like you murdered someone you know, it's, You're it's the devil. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. So, yeah. Victoria, at least it would be like uh, a worthy component. Uh, yes. Component, opponent. Opponent. Yeah. Um, okay. Would you rather have a therapy session with Katie or like a nice horseback ride in the woods with Matt? These are both positives. Um, therapy session with Katie. I feel like she would listen to every fucking problem that I had <laughs> and would have the answer. I yeah. would. I think say the same only because I thought of you actually, Jared, when they were horseback riding, where he's like, what are you going to be able to keep up when they start running? And again, I was like, oh, he is again. Yeah, he's like looking to gallop off like he's Walker, (laughs) Texas Ranger. Yeah, it's uh, no, I'm definitely therapy station with Katie. She seems like a great listener. There's a reason she was able to go and like suss out what was going on with Sarah. She seems like a, a, a great person to have in the house agreed yeah um all right so let's do our top three women um right now how are you guys feeling this week because right now i have katie brie i love 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 brie and um i would also this is another one that i haven't really gotten a lot of time with but i get good vibes from her piper i really i she seems cute and she speaks a little bit but i really hope that we get some more time with her because i would love piper to make it far i think she's a uh she will i feel like she just hasn't had her moment yet but it'll yeah come. you don't want to peak too soon you no. know yeah um my top three who did i say i 
sad katie obviously even though i know she's not gonna make it that mm-hmm. far um brie i still love and abigail i still love yeah yeah, I, I went with Caleb just for that one moment she had during the rose ceremony, that subtle admission of like, I'm pissed off that someone passed out before I could get my rose. Like, I love that on a reality show. I love when someone shows that they're not a perfect person for five seconds. Katie, just again, all the same reasons as you guys. MJ, MJ's our vibe check. MJ again. Yeah. Let, let us behind the curtain. During all the, you know, you know, MJ wasn't defending Sarah. I trust MJ. I trust her for a for a temperature take of the room. It seemed like she was letting us know, like, yes, yeah, Sarah's an issue in this house. So so I, I'm, I'm with MJ on that. Um, OK, guys, let's do the Instagram rising star. I think it'll be yeah. Kit. Because Kit basically is oh, talking yeah. in memes. I feel like Kit knows her audience. Like, especially when she's like, oh, we're missing um, we're missing Sarah. And then she's like, I'm not missing her. And I was yeah. like, there's an iconic meme. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah. Kit- she slows down her speech. She does a lot of literally like she's almost like cueing the camera to get her in in her like meme yeah it it definitely has that vibe she wants to be mean girl but not um not have like the negative mean girl around her but the girl that kind of like speaks up just because um she can you know and kids only like what three years out of high school yeah like, <laughs> barely like, like literally she's 21 you and high school at what 18 she's literally mm-hmm. should still be in college i i think she's my ig rising star of the week as well yeah i had sarah being an ig rising star i think sarah's gonna find an audience via because here's what happens it's like the kardashians kardashians are great at finding a storyline that has two sides that people can argue both sides no matter how weird the other side of the, like when what's her name was a self-made billionaire like someone uh. goes she did make her money you know like it, people take the side of self mm-hmm. like that it's such a stupid argument but like i think sarah's going to find the people saying the people that don't like context the people that don't like nuance are going to go her dad is sick she's an angel on earth and you're going to go yeah. Uh, and everyone backs away. So she'll find an audience via this whole thing. I agree with you on that. All right. Well, um, what about your cringe Harrison uh, award this week? I'm going to go with uh, Sarah talking shit about the other women to Matt right before she sends herself home. I think that was mm. kind of a low blow and kind of shitty on her part. I can't lie. I I did not vibe with that. I agree. Mine was when Matt was laying on her bed, laying on top of her, and she was like in <laughs> jeans and a puffer coat. And he's like, your bed's so comfy. I was like, I just was like flashed back to high school. Um, when that. like guys would do that to my female friends and I was like sitting in the corner like, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I found that I was like, her bed's not that comfy. You're staying in a goddamn mansion by yourself. Yeah. Um, mine was Matt James walking Sarah to the car. That was the most, yeah. for whatever reason, 
after they get off the couch and he's walking into the car, he starts holding her like they're taking prom pictures. And then they do like a three-legged race to the door. Like no one has ever walked that way in the history. The only people that walk that way are like middle school people with their first girlfriend or boyfriend where they're like, we have to hold hands at all times. And then he gets out to the car and he watches her drive away for like 18 minutes. And it's like, dude, you can go in. Go in now. Yeah, go go in the house. Hang out. Have a beer. Chill out. Yeah, they're like, we need you in the house so we can get some pictures of you staring out the window and then lowering (laughs) your head. I feel like I feel like since we're already on it, Jared, this is your minute. Let's hear a bro's take of uh, this episode. I feel for Matt. So I, I, there's a few things I could discuss in this area. Uh, one would be maybe the charcuterie, but I've said enough about charcuterie today. There, <laughs> we have, we have to touch on Matt James's kissing ability. Now, let me start by defending him. He's the one man on the show, so he is the one constant. In the kissing situation. And as the man, he is tasked with making the first move. So we always get a front row seat for him kissing a woman. So because we get a lot of them, he has a lot of opportunities to make mistakes. So that is me defending Matt James. But he's got to find a new strategy. The strategy he seems to be going with is he goes in with his mouth open, forehead first. It feels like he's going in for a headbutt while also he it looks like he's about to headbutt them and then eat them after that they've been concussed. And his eyes are open. His eyes are open. It feels (laughs) like he's looking for the cameras. He's he's got a mouth open. He needs to concentrate. On the kiss first, the camera second. Because right now, he's the most gorgeous man that's ever done this show, but he's ruining his credibility with every kiss. Every kiss, it's a new... And he's got to go make out with a pillow in his free time. And and he's got to go mouth closed first because nobody wants to see an open mouth that looks like it's about to eat someone. He's got to lead with his lips. He's got to stop leading with his forehead and he's got to with his nose and his nose. It's all the wrong things to lead with. And we need his peepers to start squeezing (laughs) shut because we can't because with every kiss, a little bit of Matt James's, aura gets eroded and from the men out there and the straight men we need someone that can be a beacon of light and hope for our kind that we can all look up to and right now he is not a hero because every day we watch a new kiss get fumbled I just yes. went to church. Amen. I I, uh, I couldn't agree Amen. more. Amen. Hallelujah. He gets, <laughs> he gets less hot to me every week, and I think it's because of his kissing. His nose is always covered in makeup at all times. He goes nose yeah. first into those kisses. Practice Our- with a pillow. Just do something. Do something. Practice with Tyler I- Cameron. Yeah, Film it. exactly. Put it online. Tyler, go visit. <laughs> get in. Yeah. <laughs> all right drop, um, drop box it to chris <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah directly send it to me um all right guys finally and i think we all have the same answer for mm-hmm. 
Um, will you accept this, Rose? Our who won the week? We all said Katie. Katie, Katie won the week yeah. for me. I feel Katie like she is like um, the hype girl, the voice of reason, the fun, chill girl that we all kind of needed this season. Yeah. Who knew? Vibrator Katie for the win. Let's go. Who I'm going to say it again, but she applied for the show because of our Bachelor Nation Facebook group. And Love um it. This could be you guys, so make sure you are following <laughs> us on Instagram at The Bachelor, on Twitter at Bachelor Pod, and then of course you can follow me at K York City Anywhere, and you can find me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw, and I'm at Jared Freed. Make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe, and we will see you guys next week. Betches.